Dogs are an important part of our lives, and keeping them protected is a top priority, especially against nasty parasites. That's why you got to check out NextGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NextGuard Plus chews provide one-and-done monthly protection that kills fleas and ticks, prevents heartworm disease. Plus, it treats and controls roundworms and hookworms. That's a whole lot of protection packed into a delicious beef-flavored, soft chew designed to make monthly dosing easy and enjoyable. So the next time you're at the vet, ask about NextGuard Plus Chews. They're the one-and-done monthly parasite protection you want for your dog. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's just an honor, and I'm so proud of our team. And you know, it's just truly an honor that I've wanted to play here ever since I was a little kid, and it's a dream come true. And I'm so thankful to do with such a great coaching staff, such a great team, and such great fans, and such an unbelievable university. It's really, really amazing. Here come the Irish! What a run! Touchdown! Play of the year for the Irish! Welcome to the Indy on NBC podcast. I am your host, Boy Robinson. This is a big week. Why? It's the Shamrock Series. Uh, why is that such a big deal? Well, this is like this is almost like a bowl game in the middle of the season. It's a marquee game at an NFL stadium in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. I mean, come on, against BYU. Big game, big moment here coming off a of bye week for Notre Dame football. So who else but Drew Pine, the starting quarterback, um, to join the podcast to tell us about, hey, how's the team feeling? How the bye week go? How'd you recover? And looking ahead to this week, big game against BYU. It is my great pleasure to welcome starting quarterback Drew Pine to the podcast. Drew, welcome. I uh, first and foremost just want to talk about uh, the bye week. As you just came off of it. Uh, how do you feel? Do you feel rested, recovered? Uh, what exactly does a bye week entail for the starting quarterback of Notre Dame? Yeah, no doubt. I think, uh, you know, Coach Freeman really emphasized this bye week to get, you know, our mental and physical, uh, you know, bodies and minds and everything else to just kind of relax. But also, you know, we worked really hard last week in the bye week during practice. We didn't take that lightly at all. We went really hard in practice. And, uh, you know, I went back, had some time with my family, some guys, you know, relax, like, you know, was able to relax here. And, um, you know, it was, it was really good. And we feel really good going into this week. You know, when I um, I never got to go back home when I was playing to to, to go um, back to San Antonio in my high school to like you know see a game or anything during the season. Yeah. What was it like for you? Because this is your dream. You know, this is like you wanted to be the starting quarterback growing up. You wanted to be Brady Quinn. Now you're out there. You're doing it. Uh, what was that like walking around high school <laughs> being that guy? Uh, it was amazing. You know, I come from a very I come from an awesome town of New Canaan in Connecticut, and I went to New Canaan High School, and I went back with. My mom was in the stands and I was in the field during the game and I talked to the team before the game as well. And, you know, I remember being in their shoes. I remember being on a knee and having my head coach, Coach Marinelli, who's one of the greatest Connecticut football coaches of all time. I remember 
you know, running out onto that field. And, you know, I really cherish every moment of that. And I'm so happy that I'm able to go back to such an amazing hometown in New Canaan. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm just very proud to be from there. What, what did you tell the guys in the, in the locker room beforehand? That's a, that's a big responsibility. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, I relayed a lot of messages that I've learned from Coach Freeman and some, which is, you know, choose to love your brothers, play for your brothers, and, you know, choose to what, do whatever you can for the man to your left and the, and the man to your right and go out there and have fun. And, and of course, I told them there's absolutely no feeling like running out on Dunning Field, which is our field in, in New Canaan, Connecticut, and I would love to, you know, run out on that field again. So, uh, you know, I just told them to enjoy the moment. You know, one thing, uh, you're talking about loving your brothers, one thing I think is probably – the most rare thing that I've seen in college football, at least in my experience, is that quarterback room run by Tommy Reeds that you guys actually like love each other and there's like no competition. You know, can you just talk a little bit about your relationship with Tyler Buckner and and how you were able uh I guess how that relationship now as he's recovering and you you're now the starting quarterback? Yeah, uh, you know, Tyler and I off the field, I mean we've always been really, really close friends and um, you know, that'll never change and and on the field too. I mean, we help each other. We compete against each other. And you know, there's so many. I mean, him and I are the only people that are you know kind of went through a competition together. So we we're the only ones who kind of know exactly what it's like with each other. And we're also really good friends. So we were able to talk about it. And and you know, I'm. It's really it's really sad that you know it's unfortunate, but it's a part of the game. And that Tyler got hurt, but he's going to come back and be great. And you know, he's gonna he's already you know, doing some workouts. And I'll tell you one thing, though, I, I, I tell Coach Reese to make sure that we get him out of that little workout thing during practice because, you know, I want him behind me telling me, uh, you know, what, what's going on in the defense. I want him being able to see things and come to me. And, and the other thing great about him is he tells me, like, technique-wise what I need to do because he's seen me throw so many times. He's seen me, you know, how I'm looking with my eyes. And he knows what kind of player I am, and he does that to help me and, you know, tells me stuff like that every single day. So, um, you know, I'm very thankful to still have him. And, and you know, he's he's in great spirits and, and really helps the whole team. So before we get into BYU, I just want to ask a little bit more about, you know, your development. You, you've led the team now to a few wins, uh, which is awesome. All Notre Dame Nation is very happy. <laughs> but uh, when you look at your own game, uh, what has been the biggest jumps for you the past couple of weeks when you go back and look at the film? Um. You know, I think playing in college football, no matter just the more reps you get, and the more you know in-game reps, and more confidence you build, and kind of just the whole waterfall of playing and getting more reps is just something that really helps. I feel like, and being able to come to practice every single day and rep with those guys, and and be really intense in practice and trying to get ready for the game. You know, I think the preparation side of it makes me better, but I also think playing in those games makes me better as well, and just adds confidence and, in, in, you know, uh, synergy within the group. And, um, you know, it's something that I'm very happy and very proud to be. And I'm proud to lead these guys and um, doing everything I can. It seems like you would be one to, to lack for confidence, though. I mean, is it, is it like you're, you're uh, one of your role models, McGregor, Conor McGregor? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm probably not as much as him. But, uh, you know, I he he's one of my biggest role models uh, just because, you know, him and Ian did that. Uh, watched so many videos of him uh, my freshman year. And, you know, something that I've always say that Conor McGregor said was, you know, there's only one thing that's impossible, and that's to beat a man that never gives up. So, uh, you know, any time I ever think of 
you know, give, taking the easy way in. You know, I always think of that. And, you know, my parents always told me to never, never, ever give up. So, um, you know, I just really like his mentality. I don't, I don't know all the trash shocking. I mean, that might not be my side of things. But, uh, you know, his, the mentality of what he does is awesome. So this week with BYU, um, when you look at the film, you're breaking it down. Uh, we can see BYU's defense. <laughs> uh, what, what jumps out about that, that core and that unit? Um, you know, I think they're a very good defense. I think, you know, their defense coordinator coaches them really well. and I, Their head coach does as well. And um, they all play extremely hard. All those guys play really hard. They have a lot of guys, different guys playing on defense. And, um, you know, they bring a lot of different coverages and, and fronts. And, you know, we just got to be ready for it. And, and that's what we're doing. We're preparing every single day. And, um, you know, they're a very, very good defense. And they're very sound and uh, disciplined in what they do. And, they play with a lot of heart, and uh, so you know we just got to prepare as hard as we can to be able to attack them. When you play in that in that environment, like a Shamrock Series, um, how do you prepare to play in like Allegiant Stadium? Uh, you know, honestly, some of that stuck with me. Uh, Coach Freeman said this in a team meeting before. Um, you know, in the summers, you know, a football field is 120 yards by 53 and a third, and when you're in between those white lines that's all that matters. And, you know, you could go from, like I said, going from Dunning stadium in New Canaan to coming and practicing this facility or practicing at, uh, or playing in Notre Dame stadium or playing in, uh, Allegiant stadium, you know, it's 120 yards by 53 and a third. And in between those white lines is, you know, that that's our domain. And that's, that's what I've, that's a sport I've played my whole entire life, a sport I've loved my whole life. And so, you know, when I step in between those white lines, I'm, I'm ready to go. And, um, like Coach Freeman said, that's our domain. When you think about um, the green jersey game, just this is something that I just want to just to ask personally, yeah. you know, because it's like there are very few, few things cooler than a green jersey game at Notre Dame, right? <laughs> like being a fan of the program that you have been, could you just kind of explain what was going through your mind when you said, okay, I'm going to put on the green jersey and run out at Notre Dame Stadium? Like, how do you process that? Uh, I don't think you really process it, process it until you run out of the tunnel and see you know, 80,000 people wearing green and, you know, seeing the whole fan section going crazy. Uh, you know, I'm so happy to be friends with a lot of students and and playing for such a great university, having fans that care so much. Um, it's just an honor, and I'm so proud and, of our team. And, you know, it's just truly an honor that I've wanted to play here ever since I was a little kid, and it's a dream come true. And I'm so thankful to do it with such a great coaching staff, such a great team, and such great fans. And, such an unbelievable university. It's really, really amazing. How do you balance that, the reality that you're living your dream with, hey, we got to get the work done. I mean, you know, I'm trying to win a national championship. Um, you know, I think you just got to, you know, like you said, you just got to do everything you can to prepare. And, you know, I I have no time to think about any of that stuff because, you know, I, I, I don't really get distracted at all by anything. You know, I'm on socials and stuff like that so I don't I don't really try to get distracted I just focus on the plan and the plan is to do everything you can to prepare the best you can for this weekend and that's all that's all that I do is you know I don't worry about anything else I don't I know I try I obviously got to keep up in school Notre Dame's a great academic university and I got to keep up in school and uh, I talk to my family but it's about it you know I just play play football and I try to prepare as hard as I can to help our team succeed 
So now every time we, we talk to you know your teammates, we always like bring in the student aspect of the student athlete experience. So can you kind of give us that Notre Dame intro, uh, where you where you live, like the the major, your favorite classes this semester? Yeah. Uh, so I the, my first semester here, I I lived in O'Neill Hall, um, and I was a finance major. I'm now an American studies major, um, and I you know take a bunch of American studies classes, which is awesome. I love it. Um, Michael Mayer and I are a bunch of classes together and Kevin Bauman and, um, you know, I'm, I love, I love classes. I, you know, I think this university is awesome. I think the professors are, every single professor cares about the students. It's really unbelievable. And, um, I'm so, I'm so lucky to be here. The students are awesome. Um, I'm just so lucky to be a part of this university. Why the change from finance to American studies? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I, you know, I have an econ minor, and um, I'm gonna, I'll get a, you know, I graduated in the spring, and I've, including this year, four years of eligibility left, and um, so you know, I've, I have a bunch of time to do a bunch of other stuff in the business school and and things like that. So I'll, I'll be all set. Are you thinking about getting a, like a graduate degree, like an MBA or something like that? Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm taking it one day at a time, but. You know, I have, t- I have time to do it, and uh, you know, my dad told me, you know, it doesn't it doesn't matter if you work forty one years or forty years. You know, if you're staying in school as long as you can, because college is some of the best time of your life with the best friends and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, I'm just taking it one day at a time. I'm just trying, trying to graduate with a good uh, a good GPA on this spring. So, you mentioned you have a lot of friends uh, in the student section. It's funny because it seems as though the older you get as a football player, you kind of lose contact with some you know some of the guys and some of the students on campus. Yeah. Have you been able to maintain those those friendships and relationships, and, and I guess how how important are those to your student experience at Notre Dame? Um, you know, I think going out of your way in classes and you know talking to people in classes is something that I love to do. Uh, I have an awesome girlfriend who introduces me to everybody because she doesn't think that uh, you know I'm not too involved in campus, and I agree because it was really tough for me. You know, I came here. Um, in 2020 when COVID happened. So, uh, you know, we lived off campus and I wasn't able to go on campus enough. And um, so, you know, just pe- people like that, you know, drag me back on campus, well, not drag me, I want to go back on campus because I know that I'm, I'm surrounded by such great people who work their tails off to get here and are also great people. So, um, you know, my girlfriend's introduced, introduced me to a ton of people and um, just kind of just going out of my way in class and stuff like that because, you know, I think it's really important. Okay, now it's time for uh, the lightning round, Drew. So I was going to ask some some quick fire questions okay. to you, and you just rattle off some answers. Okay. Right? Yeah. Can you remember the first touchdown pass you ever threw? Ever threw? No. The, early, the, the earliest touchdown pass I, I can remember in high school, yes, but uh, – in, in, like, I mean, I started when I was really, really young. And I played flag football. I played tackle. Uh, for, my first play ever was a touchdown. I scrambled. It was, an, it was a naked to the right. It was my first play ever in tackle football in, uh, in Harrison, New York. I, I, rem- I completely remember that. It was kind of raining. Uh, and I was on the left hash. I rolled out right from under center and went down the sideline. And I was wearing number 26 as a quarterback. It was kind of crazy. So, <laughs> How do you remember that? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It was, we were the Giants. We were in, we were blue, and uh, I think we were playing the Cardinals. 
Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. This is a lot easier. Favorite football player growing up? Freddie Quinn. Uh, what about a quarterback that you would swap places with? And this could be any era, college or professional. Swap place with? Yeah, yeah. Tom Brady. I mean, that's no doubt. Uh, do, you have, do you have a guilty pleasure? Um, I don't. I don't know. I can't think of anything right no, now. No ice cream. No. Uh, <laughs> no sweets. Oh no! Actually, Tyler and I have a little bit of a sweets problem. Not not a problem, but you know, once a once a, a day, probably one or twice, or you know, some. If we see a little small piece of candy, we'll have it. But we don't. We don't do it a lot. So. Uh, are you binge watching any shows right now? What What are you watching? Uh, I tried when the House of Dragons came out, and I didn't have enough time to keep up with it. So <laughs> I really don't watch anything. And last one, uh, your favorite spot on campus to visit? I think definitely the Basilica. I think you know, there's been so many times where I've gone there. Um, and just sat by myself. It's such an amazing place because if you go there um, sometime at night when there's no nobody there, you just go sit there in one of the pews and, you know, just look up, look at the artwork and kind of just sit there and reflect on everything for 20 minutes. Uh, I walk out every single time feeling so much better. And, you know, I did that a, a whole lot last year and, um, and I'm just still doing it today. So, uh, you know, I think that's I'm really lucky to have that on campus. Wonderful. Well, we're lucky to have you uh, as a Notre Dame man. Thank you very much, Drew, for taking the time to talk to us. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. Make NBC Sports Predictor a pregame ritual every week. Play Irish Pick'em for free and have a chance to win $10,000 each week. Rush the end zone and download NBC Sports Predictor app today on the App Store and Google Play Store. Thanks, Drew. Uh, it's always a pleasure um, at any time to talk to Drew. He's, he's a such a, such an interesting young man. Uh, but this is it. This is it. The Shamrock Series. You play all over the country in the biggest arenas and, and stadiums. And uh, what, what's fascinating when I when I think about the Shamrock Series, I think about Fenway. I think about Yankee Stadium. I think about uh, Jerry World. You know, I think about like, you're playing in some of the coolest arenas uh, in the country. And you're Notre Dame. You bring all that attention to it. So it's a big deal for for Notre Dame football, and also you get to wear really cool outfits, like the 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 new threads that you get exclusively for the the Shamrock series is very cool. There's a whole unveiling thing. I, I'm sure you saw the Hangover parody uh, to announce this one that went super viral, like super viral, millions of views. Um, this time, what stands out to me though is the moment here. Notre Dame trying to break this deadlock, go into uh, the, the positive here as far as in the wins column over losses and uh, take on BYU. So th this is really interesting because of if it means a lot to Notre Dame, you can guarantee it means a lot to the opposing team. One thing that was always pitched to us when we were talking, you know, and getting ready for games is, you know, this is the one game on the schedule that's always nationally televised. It's a big deal um, because your opponent, you don't know how many televised games they get. You know, sometimes we get a little, um, you know, I don't want to say, you, you kind of take it for granted, you know, that you're always on national television. So the fact that you get to play at an NFL stadium on national television in this you know, environment, uh, this is a big game for BYU. 
and I expect them to take this you know very seriously. One of the one of the issues you see sometimes with teams coming off a bye week is that they're a little sleepy, you know, a little off your rhythm, particularly after a couple wins in a row to then take a week off. So that's why when Drew said that they practice very hard heading into the bye week, that kind of shows you the mentality. They're trying to continue the momentum to make sure that they don't dip, that they actually get better here. And we'll see. We'll see if that's the case. We'll be back next week with reactions to the matchup versus BYU and preview uh, Notre Dame's next contest versus Stanford, which can you, you can believe this. First game in South Bend in four weeks? Wow. So be sure to download and subscribe to the Notre Dame on NBC podcast on the NBC Sports YouTube channel and wherever you get your audio Dogs are an important part of our lives. That means protecting them from parasites. Ask your vet about NexGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NexGuard Plus chews provide one-and-done monthly protection against fleas, ticks, heartworm disease, roundworms, and hookworms. Plus, they're delicious and easy to give. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive. Ask about NexGuard Plus chews.